Cut off the top of it anyway. I don't think I'll... Uh, you I don't know think, how? No, I don't want to. I want to keep it raw. Oh my god. Start the intro. Can of worms. Can of worms. Na 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 na. Can worms. That's good. Nice. I told you we don't need intro music. <laughs> need a theme song. No. Yeah, okay, why not? Alright. Oh yeah, hey guys. <laughs> welcome back to my channel. Yeah, welcome to my Fortnite channel. <laughs> Fortnite channel. <laughs> my Fortnite podcast where you just listen to me like abuse other players online. Yo! <laughs> Oi! Victory Royale! It's mine! Uh, you don't get it. You don't play Fortnite. No. Ewan does. Shout out Ewan. Shout out to Ewan, our sponsor. Today's... <laughs> Ewan's our sponsor for today. <laughs> uh, what are we doing today, man? We're uh, having a look at the new Bring Me the Horizon album, which is called... Ammo. And which means... It means either ammunition or it means love in Portuguese. Mm-hmm. Do you know why it's called that, though? Uh, isn't his missus? His missus. His missus is... Uh... Yeah. Spanish. The Missos is Brazilian, and they speak Portuguese in Brazil, not Spanish. Right. Yeah. But that's cool. Like, I, I wouldn't expect you to... <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm South Straight American, up but okay. <laughs> um, Alright, yeah, no, this is honestly one of our favourite albums. Um, not just by Bring Me The Horizon, but, like, also, it's just one of my favourite albums out right now. Quite like it. I've been listening to it so much. It's crazy. <laughs> it's good. It's, it is crazy, actually. It's a crazy album, and it's crazy that we're even talking about it. Uh, I dare you to find someone else who had done a review of Ammo. I don't think it's been done. So uh, that's us. It's the our ne- job. The Needle dropped it. No, he didn't. He did. Uh, needle who? <laughs> that's oh. right. Canned Worms. <laughs> Canned Worms podcast. <laughs> Drop the mic. Drop the mic. Yep. Uh, so, why... In your honest opinion, sir, don't give me no lies, why why is this album so good? I think it's uh, just a really good blend of their old, uh, I guess, radio rock slash metalcore sound. Mm-hmm. It's a good mix between that and some newer electronic and EDM influences. Definitely. And I really like the blend. I th- it personally really does something for me. Mm-hmm. I know not everyone's crazy about it, but I personally, I personally quite like it. Personally, yeah, you don't speak for others; you speak for yourself only. It's true. Um, yeah, I. So for me personally, I've never bothered to listen to bring me bring me the horizon as much as I love like my emos, my hard rocks, and and my hardcores. I've I've never bothered to listen to bring me the horizon. You're sleeping up. on them. Yeah, I slept on them the whole time. Uh, I was, I was bother, I bothered to listen to Sleeping with Sirens, but I was sleeping on Bring Me the Horizon, and I think maybe I was a little bit. <laughs> but um, not funny. Yeah. Okay. That's why the people listen to this stuff. <laughs> Bring good content. We'll add a to laugh people. track. We'll add a. We'll add. We'll get Billy. Shout out Billy. He's our laugh track. Yeah, he's another sponsor of the show. He's another sponsor of the show. Um. We, um, yeah, but did you listen to Bring Me the Horizon growing up? I got into them, actually, when I was in, like, year seven or eight. Mm-hmm. I just remember they had a song called, uh, Tell Slater Not to Wash His D***. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> it is, and it's, like, quite heavy. I listened have to you, a you've, couple. You've heard no, what they used to sound like? I haven't, sorry? You've heard what they used to sound like? I have, so that's the thing, that's what I'm getting to. I, the reason why I didn't l- listen to them much is because I did hear of them. 
while I did love my emo stuff, it was always pop punks. Yeah. And they weren't pop punk. They were like actually kind of scary. Definitely. Like I I didn't listen to them because I thought they were too hard. So I was like, ah, nah, I'm not that emotional. Uh, <laughs> I don't need that in my life right now. Which is why this album, I love it so much. I like a lot harder stuff now. And now that I'm growing up, I'm a big boy now. I can handle, like, the screams. Shouty boys. The, sh- the shouty boys. <laughs> um, but if this album had come out when I was growing up, um, I would have listened to it heaps. So I'm doing it now. I am listening to it heaps. Gomez has been listening to it heaps. By the Big way, fan. I'm your host, Chez. I'm joined by Gomez. Hey, this is Gomez. That's Chez. Yeah. What are our real names? I don't know if we should tell them. My real name is Scott. My real name is Josh Annual. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Finney. Scott Wald. Scott Wald. <laughs> Josh. Josh Nado. Yeah. I don't work so much. Yeah. Josh Nado? Like Ronaldo. I like Josh, Josh Annual. Sorry. Josh Annual's good. Scott Wald and Josh Annual. Chez and Gomez. Um. Yeah, this one, like you said, they've got a lot of, um, like, EDM stuff and kind of dubstepy stuff that they've incorporated into their, their... It's not heavy metal anymore. What would you call it? I would call it, like, uh, alternative rock. Post-hardcore. Metal. No, not post-hardcore. I, I, get, I feel like that like that term used rocks, to get thrown out. Rock thrown slash metalcore. Yeah, metalcore. Okay, definitely. But it's very broad. There's less screaming in it. Less, like... More screaming. <clears throat> There that are kind of still stuff. some a lot of riffs. They've kept with the formula, but they've mixed it up. Okay. And I think that well, was their aim on the album. You've got to, the authority on to mix on things up, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, I think... I don't know. I, I, there's not much more I can possibly say about why I like it so much. Um, obviously, like I've said, it hasn't... I didn't grow up with them, but you did. But, like, explain what they used to sound like, like, actually. Quite deathcore, like a lot of breakdowns, a lot of riffs... Mm-hmm. Quite detuned, deep, heavy guitars and yeah. fast drums, and then I guess they <clears throat> experimented a bit more with singing and string arrangements. And yeah, on their last singing. album, that's the spirit. That's where they really kind of came into their own as a, a rock band. Oh, uh, okay. But people, because people were very uh, taken aback, not in a bad way. It's just like surprised by when this album came out because of the fact that there's a lot of clean singing in it. There's one of them has a love song as well. Um, that that contains no screaming, no death sounding uh, like vocals or, or or guitars in it. Um, and then obviously there are some tracks that has the the screamo, but the screamo is really nice. Like it's the kind of screamo that I kind of like. Um, yeah. So no, we can we can get into it now. Let me just bring up the um, track list. The track list. Um, so it starts off with, oh, well, I guess we can only talk about the stuff that we know really, really well. So the first, it's like a bit of an intro song. Yeah. And then it goes into Mantra, the first single off the album. First single off the album, and that's one of the biggest ones. So, like, the biggest songs off the album are Mantra, uh, Medicine. I know Triple J likes playing Medicine a lot. Because it's very, it's, it's a lot... It's pretty um, radio friendly. A mm. lot of their stuff. Some of their stuff they're swearing, but Triple J doesn't matter. But Mantra gets played on Triple J as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the radio station. Um, my personal favorites are. While I do love Mantra and Medicine, I think my personal favorite is In the Dark. That one, as much as I love my hardest stuff, isn't actually hard. 
but the lyrics are, um, I don't know, it's just a nice little breakup song. Yeah. It's like a big F you to this girl that um, I think the singer used to go out with or something. And I felt that one very deep in my heart. It takes me back to my 14-year-old days. Nice. Yeah, crazy. Um, but yeah, Mantra. Let's talk about Mantra, though, because that's, that's a great one. Um, I think that the part in the chorus where he goes, Mantra, like, it goes high, and you think he'd it's go... It's like a sample. Yeah, yeah, kind of, but it's not a sample, right? I I'm think... not too sure. I think it's like a computer saying Mantra. Okay. Yeah. I don't think it's a singer. Definitely not. Yeah, because he's got a very strong English accent whenever he... Are they are they from... Are they Northerners? The British... Uh, I'm not too sure whereabouts. No no clue. Okay. The way he speaks, though. He sounds like he's they're, they're, they're Northerners. Mm. But Mantra is a great, great little track. Really good, strong riffs. start. Riffs. Big on riffs. He riffs. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm getting the impression that he just wants to rock. I just want to rock, too. That's crazy. The unfortunate thing is, I don't know how to rock. Hmm. So I was hoping you could show me. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wait, well, do you riff? I riff pretty hard. Uh, I don't know about you. Nah. Oi, oi, dro- drop a comment in the comment section if you riff. <laughs> and if so, how do you riff? Is anyone out there listening riff? <laughs> is anyone out there riff, like, at all? Like like us? Or are, these, are we the only people that riff? Any riffers? Any, any riff raffs? Oh, we should totally call that our fan base. <laughs> Riffers? <laughs> Riff raffs? Just the, the worms. Yeah, the worms. Baby worms. Riff worms. Riff Riff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so back to Mantra. Back to Mantra. Um, oh, we can rate it as well. How do you feel about rating? You know, I'm not a big rater. You're a big fan of rating, I know. So I feel like Mantra, 10 out of 10. <laughs> 10 guitars out of 10 guitars. Yeah, you agree? Yeah, I, I dig it. No, I ride that. Uh, next, Nihilus Blues featuring <laughs> Grimes. As we were talking about Elon Musk's trophy, which is a strange trophy to have. Trophy gal. Trophy gal. Yeah, I don't know. I quite, yeah. It's really random to have Grimes on a Bring Me song, but... What kind of stuff does she do? It's more, uh, I think it's electronic and yeah, moody. Yeah. Although, to I'm be not, fair, I've never delved myself. Nihilus Blues is one of those electronic tracks that they've done. It's kind if, of the first time, apart from the album intro, where they jump in and show you guys. Look, it's a bit of an EDM album. Yeah. There's some massive EDM influences. Um, and Grimes, I, I actually like, because I've never heard Grimes before. I've seen pictures of her, <laughs> and she looks scary. Yeah. Um, definitely when, I think there was, a, there was one on the red carpet with her, and or the paparazzi photo of her and Elon Musk together, and she looks... She looks like a demonic Amy Winehouse. I thought she looked a bit like um The Ring. Bellatrix Lestrange. Yeah, yeah, that's a good yeah, that's a good Helena one. Helena Bonham Carter. Um, shout out shout out Helena. <laughs> She's the avid listener of the pod. Yeah, yeah. Sponsor. <laughs> um Go watch Harry Potter. Shout out shout out Harry and and his potters. Um Nihilus Blues though, this track, I really like this track. It sounds like it's got a bit of um, how do I, how do I put it? It sounds like there's a horse chase. It sounds like a chase, right? It sounds like there's a bit of urgency in it. Would you would you say it would be galloping? Nice of Sidonia. So, um, I get the I get the nice. It's a bit of a, it's a bit of a phrase that my friends and I 
came up with a few years ago. I, I, it's not am original. I, am I included in the friends well, circle or no? Well, not like if you don't know what it means, then no. I don't know what it means. No, I guess when. But we're still friends, punk, guys. I just fans. want to let everyone know on the on the pod that uh, Gomez and I we are friends. We're not just colleagues. Confirmed. <laughs> friends confirmed. We're friends outside of the podcast. Yeah, no, we do like shake hands and stuff. Like, yeah, that kind of galloping thing. is like. No, I'm aware. Yeah, I'm aware. Let me turn that sensitivity up. Hold on, do it again. That's it. Like I said, we're, we're musicians. We riff. Artists. Why? <laughs> you see the spike? <laughs> yeah, the you might have that. Yeah, I won't. Uh, keep it keep it nice and raw. Um, but the galloping really reminded me of Nice of Sidonia. If that sort of urgency that you have, obviously Nice of Sidonia, there's literal horses in it. Yeah. But this is like EDM horses. Like Tron. It's like if Tron was set in the uh, 1600s. Um, There's your time check. That's crazy. Okay. Um, and what do you mean time check? Just showing you the time. Oh, well, good for time, man. Like I can I can tell what time it is. I've got a watch. You old watch on? Nah. Yeah. Watchless. You're watchless. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> uh. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with Bring Me the Horizon, but. Well, no, because if you can see the horizon and the point at which the sun is either rising or descending, that will tell you the time. So, yeah, if you're watchless, you can bring me the horizon, I guess. Yeah. Have you ever asked someone to bring you the horizon? Or are you the kind of guy to get, if I'm get on the my, horizon yourself? If I'm feeling really bougie, I'll be like, bring me the moon. <laughs> bring me the sun. Bring me the horizon. Fly me to the moon. <laughs> Good old Frank Franklin. Franco. Um, I feel like yeah, we are sidetracking a little bit. Yeah. Um, but that's that's cool, man. That's what the viewers want to hear. They want to hear us not talk about this album. The listenership, yeah. They don't want to. The listenership. We can't. We can't give. Oh away well, that's too. our fan base. The listenership. <laughs> that's what it's called. Yeah, we talked about it in the previous e- episode. Shout out our previous episode, yeah. <laughs> where we talk about all these singles. But that's cool, man. Um. So, bad. to finish talking about this track, only the third track of this long album, um, Grimes, this is the first time I ever heard Grimes, and I really liked it. It gave me the vibe, because it, it had this EDM sort of electronica vibe, mm. and her singing makes it sound very ethereal in a way. She, it reminds me of, did you play Halo with a kid? Oh, yeah, like the Halo theme song? No, not the Halo theme song, but Cortana, the robot, like the hologram robot. If she could sing, that would be Grimes. Shout out Halo. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out Halo. Yeah, I really like that song. It's good. Um, Yeah. It's good. Great song. I'd give it 10 guitars out of 10 guitars. Every song. <laughs> what? No, no, no. You're... Dude, don't ruin it. Don't tell me. So the next one is um, In the Dark, which you said was one of your faves. I think that one's my favourite song. Um, Like I said, it reminded me of... Okay, so shout out out Anna. I know she's a big listener of the pod. Um, She's one of the 15. And she was probably my first love. Wow. Yeah. And she broke my heart. Cool. It wasn't mutual. This is deep, guys. Um, And I just... It was was a bit messy. She, obviously, she... Like I said, it wasn't mutual, so I took it way harder than she did. Um, 
And so as a result, for a few months after that, I hated her. But that's only because, like, she broke my heart. I didn't hate her as a person. I just, every time I looked at her, it was too hard. And I just hated her. And so she actually did nothing wrong. But because she hurt my feelings, it was like she turned my world upside down and inside out. And then so there's like some lyrics in In the Dark where she's where you can directly this, relate to that. Oh, words, those directly feels. like the chorus. Direct, yeah, he's like, um, don't sw- don't pray to God. He never asked you. I'm not too sure if you know the story behind Ollie Sykes' breakup, but Who? it's pretty public. Who? The singer of Bring Me the Horizon. What's his name? Oliver Sykes. Yeah, I knew that. Sykes. Ollie, Ollie Sykes. Ollie Sykes. Apparently, there was something to do with his girlfriend, or his. I think they were married. His ex-wife accused. Ooh, sorry, guys. Sorry, sorry. Accused young, him of cheating young online, and then cheating turns out on... she cheated on him. Oh, and they had a very messy divorce, and it was all very public. That's probably so I think why most of the breakup themes are from that, and uh, the well, love songs are about his new. His I've new said lady. it before, and I'll say it again. <laughs> Breakups are the best theme possible for songwriters. I'm telling you, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and just lady, lady troubles, or manly troubles. Manly. Manly troubles. Not not North Shore. Mm, I don't know of the many of the word of North Shore Sydney. Uh, <laughs> um, there's like the lyrics say, "Don't swear to God, he never asked you." It's not his heart you drove a knife through. It's not his. It's not his world you turned inside out. It's not his tears still rolling down. And I'm like, damn! Like already, that's got me in my feels. Right, it's got yeah. me in my feelings. Imagine if that came out when we were 14. Dude, I'd be getting like a tattoo of that on my face. I would. I'd get... Oh, I always say this, man. Like, you can get... When it comes to face tattoos, I think the best kind of face tattoo is to get someone else's face tattooed on your face. Hmm. But like life-size. Facial. What's your understanding of the word facial? <laughs> can mean a few different things. Yeah, uh, that's uh, that's on a different kind of podcast. Of the face, of the face, of, of the face, yeah, anything of the face. So I, I quite like the the next song on the album, which is "Wonderful Life." By the way, in the dark, ten ten guitars out ten. Ten. Uh, Wonderful ten life, love that one. That's a hard one. It's uh, got a big riff. Good screams. They've got some. Um, the some... intro is interesting. It's the one where he's like talking, like you get to twenty seven, um, you start to like lose brain function or something or no. like you forget you become forgetful and then he goes oh, I forgot what I'm on about then it comes in with the that is some good riffage yeah dude could be the riff of the the best riff of the record but yeah yeah no, riff, of the, riff of the day riff of the decade so um I really like this song I think the uh, the idea behind it is more it's kind of like um yeah just it's spending about partying as well, right? It's no, it's more about just having not partying, like not having to do anything, just right. staying at home. Yeah, having a night in. I feel that. You know, no one cares if I'm dead or alive. Yeah, getting high on a f- Saturday night. Yeah, what a wonderful life. What a wonderful life. Exactly. I just yeah, I like the idea behind it. I think it, the riff, it, it's a sick riff. Yeah, like I. So it's definitely that's, one of my That's favorites. on the playlist. I liked it a sure. lot more than Mantra. Um, I think this was the second or third single. But... Yeah, because Wonderful Life sounds less radio-friendly yeah, than I... Mantra. Um, but yeah, Wonderful Life, 10 guitars out of 10. Who is Danny Filth? He's featured on this... Is Danny he... Filth is from, I think, the band Cradle of Filth. Okay, and is band. he the like a guitarist or something? I think he's the Did singer. Did he write it? Did he co-produce it? I believe he's the singer. 
I don't really know too much about them, but because um, he didn't sound like it sounded like Ollie was the no, only just, vocals on there. Yeah, I think he comes in on the bridge. Oh, okay. And he might do some. I think there is. There's another track where there's some beatboxing. So I can't hear you, man. I think there's the another song shit. where there's beatboxing. I don't think it's this one. Um, no, it's not. Yeah, I quite like that. The what's boom, do, 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 what's do, the do, next do. track? Uh, next track. So Tinker Tailor Ten. Um, Ouch. Uh, so I don't know if that Tank Guitar that ten actually medicine, medicine. That's so. That's a very um, that's probably one of the most radio friendly songs that they have. Uh, like I said, Triple J is a big fan of playing this one. I hear it all the time when I'm when I'm in the the old automobile. Um, medicine is uh, what's the chorus again? I think you need a taste me- of your own taste medicine. of your own medicine, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So that one's kind of, kind of like a breakup song. It's um, I don't know if it is directly. It could be that could be directed to anyone. Um, that's highly relatable concept. Um, I like the song a lot. What about you? I do like it. Yeah. Yeah, that one. Like I said, it's radio friendly, so I think it doesn't um, my, go super my favorites on the album are the more I guess electronic cuts, the ones that are you kind of would hear in the club. Yeah. There might not be the whole song, but certain parts of the song, you'd be like, I'd hear this in the club. And medicine. Have a, have a muzz out to it. No, not medicine. Like. No, yeah, that makes no sense. So medicine is one of my least favorites. But oh, yeah. I yeah. don't hate any of the songs. On no, the neither, neither, neither. No hate. No hate. It's all We're love. not about hate. We're it's all, all love. On the canned worms. That's why I called it, because, like, worms, you look at them and you go, don't love that. <laughs> I don't love that. But that's why. That's why, like, Batman chose bats to be, like, his thing. So you're, you're like, scared of bats, right? So you're like Worm Man. I can do a sick worm on the DF. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, catch me. Catch me worming out. What's the DF? Dance floor. Oh. Yeah. Not the DL. The down low. The well, it is pretty down low, though. Mm-hmm. Like, physically. Yeah. And emotionally. Yeah, I really, like, pull my heart do, and soul in do a do dance drugs. move. No, no, no drug gang. Sober gang. Although, then again, I am saying that while I am sipping on... What is what are we drinking, sir? Some gossips. And what is that? What is that, dude? Gossips are the sponsor of our show. Gossips. <laughs> We're well, sponsored by Gossips, probably Australia's next, like, better than Goon. It's better than Passion Pop. Better than Passion Pop. For all of my uh, international viewers, <laughs> listeners, my international listenership, uh, specifically from Brazil, because I know the Brazilians, they always leave comments on my my stuff, being like, "Come to Brazil." Um, next summer? Brazil. 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 Um, Brazil. You say it with a Z, not Brazil. They say it, Brazil. Well, no, they spell it with an S. Ah. Uh. We go, Brazil. That's how they do it. I spent some time in Brazil myself. Uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, this is like very, 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 very cheap white wine, but we're drinking a rosé, and it just tastes like Ribena. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it tastes like Ribena white wine. Hmm. Alright, now going back. Um, so for me, medicine, that's a 10 guitar out of 10. How would you rate it, Jashaniel? I'm not rating anything, but... That's I'll, crazy. I'll, I'll go for that. Yeah? Uh, next, sugar honey, sugar, honey, ice, and tea. It's probably... It's I another, like it a lot. Another I, riffy number. Very riffy. Probably still my least favourite of the album. Um, but I still like it. Yeah. Like I said, no hate. Um, sugar, honey... Ice and tea. I feel like there's too much going on in the song as well. It's very, it's, it's a it's a big 
stimulant of a of an auditory tune. It reminds me a bit of the last album, that's the okay. spirit, which is a lot of similar, I guess, musical themes and uh, dynamics. Right. Can yeah. you elaborate on what that means? I suppose just the rocky riffs, the and then I guess just the whole uh, the drums are doing a bit of a backwards gallop. What's uh, pretty cool is that there's a hidden meaning in sugar, honey, ice, and tea. If you take the first letters of everything, sugar, honey, ice, and tea, you get she at. It's a. It's crazy. We're gonna we're gonna be here all night trying to unravel the meaning of that. I don't. One. Yeah, I, I'm not. We're sure. We're putting in some hours sure. after. Work. I think it might be about genuine like. You know when you go to a uh, American barbecue place, no, and they sell sweet tea. You familiar with sweet tea? Uh, it's like tea with lots of sugar in it, and that's what they're talking about, even though they're in English band. Interesting. Ten guitars out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> even though it's my least favorite. Uh, why you got to kick me when I'm down? That's you. Boo. Big one. Boom. You mean not boo? No hate. Boo. It's a big one. That's your favorite one, I think. Is it? Let me let me go back. I think it's the most. I think it's a good head headbanger one, and I love this track. I love Why the dance vibes. Keep me when I'm down. Da, 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 da. The syncopation, just the drums, the way the drums and all the electronic elements work together are great. The meaning behind it's really cool. Um, What's the meaning behind it? Why you gotta keep <laughs> me when I'm down? Yeah, that's true. He's just kind of saying, you know, it's pretty literal, but. It's pretty relatable, I think, to a lot of people, you know. Oh, very much. I mean, all it's the like kids, already down and all the emo kids, they got, like, bullied, they got punched down. With they try to get kicks. up. Oof. That's only American high schools, man, I don't think. Yeah. You know what that song's about, right? It's about a school shooter. What? Yeah, it's crazy. Dude, cut it out. It's not a Nike ad. <laughs> you have to edit this. <laughs> You'll have to edit it, mate. All right. The next words you hear, if I edit them, will be, I edited this. For transparency. That's how you know it's raw. <laughs> oh, God. You didn't hear it. That's right. Um, yeah, I think this was... I don't know. It's, it's highly relatable. I relate to it. You know, I've been I've been knocked down many times. And I get up and I get knocked back down again. Because um, I used to do a lot of Taekwondo as a kid. So I've been in a lot of fights. Have you ever been in a real fight before? No. I've got a story. Story time. Um, here's the tea. There was this one kid... I went to this new school, and I've been doing, like, martial arts for a long time. So, you know, I can sort myself out. Number one thing is, you never use martial arts to instigate a fight. Always defense. And I was in the school corridor, and I was one of the new kids. This guy bumps into me, and he starts shouting at me, like, Hey, what the hell is your problem? Blah, blah, blah. You want to fight? You want to fight? And all these kids are looking around, they're like, What is going on? Is there going to be a fight? This kid was very strange. How much taller than you was he? He was like a head taller. Damn. And like, I've always been a small kid. I he's still picking, am. He's picking on the, the little ones. Picking on the little ones, although he was my age. So he was in like my year. And he proceeds to take his shirt off in the middle of the corridor. That's kind of... And I'm like, this is strange. Weirdly Why sexual, are you doing this? Okay. Yeah, not in the good kind of way. Um, not that anything sexual is good. Most sexual things are bad. Um, and I just kicked him in the face. And then he walked away. Oh, you kicked him in the face? Yeah, I did. Fuck, that's hard. I know, it's crazy. Literally. But why yeah, did, no. Why'd you have to kick me in the face? Well, yeah, because he was trying to get me down. Uh, why you gotta kick me when I'm down? That's crazy. I didn't kick dude. him when he was down. He was already down. That's I a crazy him. story. 
yeah, just say say no to bullies, fight them physically. Fighting's always the answer. Um, ten out of ten. <laughs> and it works out well because the following track is called Fresh Bruises. Um, so we we went back and listened to this one. It's a bit of a it's a bit of an interlude. Yeah. So yes, I would say it's it's like a, a filler track sort of. Not in a bad way. Like, it like just doesn't have any lyrics. Like not really. Yeah, it's a filler track. <laughs> <laughs> not filler. Yeah. Not filler, like as in just a song they just put there because they didn't have anything else. Is that not how it works? No, filler is like I guess yeah, songs that you were just it's like that's trash. They just did that because they needed eleven songs. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Oh, that's what you think. Ten out of ten. Ten, ten guitar out of ten. <laughs> Fresh bruises, great Dude, filler we're gonna, track. We're gonna lose all of our sponsors. What do you mean? <laughs> if they see, if they see that we're rating things really well, it means that we're really good at like promoting things, right? I'm oh, fine with that. Dude. Um, Mother Tongue. It's the, very, the the hit. Very heartfelt. Um, Fala amo. Yeah, Fala amo. It means speak love. Uh, Fala meaning to speak in Portuguese, nice. and we mean love. Um, but it's a double entendre. Bit of French for you right there. Uh, Fala, oui, oui. the way he says it, because he's got a very northern accent, um, he says, like, f- it kind of sounds like full of ammo, right? But there's also Fala ammo. Do you think some people would mishear it? He does it on purpose. I think oh. I watched a, a video of him talking about it as well. Oh. Um, I didn't know that. And so it's a double entendre, and it's also harking back to the name of the album, mm. Ammo. And this song about his new girlfriend that he's deeply devoted to and in love with, this Portuguese lady. And I think I watched in this interview, he can't speak Portuguese, and she can't speak English at all. Oh. So there's a massive language barrier, yet they're deeply in love. Crazy. Crazy. And That's crazy. I think that just goes to show, like, if they love each other and they can't even speak to each other, imagine if they learn each other's languages for each other. That's really sweet. That's sweet. And crazy. How nice. Um, yeah, so in a way, like, I think this album is very driven. It's a very love-driven album. Breakups and new love. and Exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean... Which I've is said quite, this before. Which is quite different from their early stuff, which is just songs about horror angry. movies and being yeah. angry and not believing in God and those general metalcore themes. They're they're like I guess that's what most pop music is about as well. Love, so they're yeah, so it's they're, radio they've friendly. Got quite a lot of different influences and themes going around. It's quite unique. Yeah, it is. Well, the theme itself is not unique. I just mean the mix of yeah, all the different yeah. genres and ideas. The... I found it to be really interesting listen, especially considering what they used to sound like. Dead set. Big hundo P on that. Um, ammo is very softly sung. Um, bit of piano in that one as well. Uh, keyboard, though. We're not going to go with the grand piano. Um, and, I don't know, it's a lovely, lovely track, it doesn't deserve to be on my playlist, um, but it's definitely, undisputedly, 10 guitars out of 10, I have to say. Dude, you're being a bit, you're being a bit harsh on these songs. Yeah, I haven't given any of them 11 yet, so, call me Simon Cowell. It's f***ed up, dude. (laughs) What? Language. Sorry, listenership. Uh, Heavy Metal. 
It's a uh, it's a good one. That that's good. Um, it's got it sounds similar to the way he he goes high with the heavy metal. It sounds like another song that they on on the album, but I can't quite place it. You'll find that some of the songs do sound kind of similar to each other. Um, but still good. It doesn't feel like that they're recycling riffs so much. Um, like it's definitely number one step like is, their own sound. Yeah. Like I said as well to you before was like how I think Tenacious D would be pretty happy with a song called Heavy Metal. Because yeah. they made the song Metal. The Metal. Um, 10 out of 10. There's not too much to say about it that I, we haven't said about their previous stuff. I just like how the meaning behind this song is um, them kind of saying to their fans, you know. Mm-hmm. Why are you saying that we're not real heavy metal just because we've changed yes. our style? Yes. And I really enjoyed that. I thought it was a... It's a cool way, I guess, to cheekily kind of mention, like, the... Because uh, the thing with every Bring, Bring Me The Horizon album is every time they release an album, their fans say, you guys have sold out, but they're just experimenting. Mm-hmm. Or at least that's what they say. I think, um... Because, you know, I can't honestly see too many of their songs actually coming like super pop hits. They're still a they're still a band band. Yeah. No, I still feel that, I agree with that. But they're on the edge. They're kind of doing a bit of both. But that's just what I think. And for that reason, ten guitars out of ten. And the last track, um I can't really really remember it. I don't know so what much. to say. Um so yeah I don't really you, know you what don't, to say. You don't know what to say. Oh is that what it's called? I don't know what to say. <laughs> 10 guitar out of 10, straight up. Yeah, honestly, of all the songs in this album, the last song is, I think, the least memorable to me. It has some nice strings on that it. That and Ouch. Because I don't really remember Ouch so well. Hmm. But, yeah, strings. Definite, definite stringage. It could be something they... they I mean, they've, they've had strings on their last, like, three or four albums. I think every album except the first one, they've got okay. a bit of string stuff. But, uh, yeah... I think I'd... So going back to just the, the list of the songs, what would be your favourite song on the album? My favourite, favourite song on the album? If you had to pick one. Just one. One's really, really hard. Yeah. Um, Definitely, I would still stick with... The one that I enjoy listening to the most, I think, by myself, is In the Dark. With other people would probably be Wonderful Life. Okay. Just because it's Wonderful Life is like a straight screamo headbanger. Think... But then by myself, it's In the Dark, so I can get all of my feelings. Why you gotta kick me when I'm down and... That's great. Life of the the highlights for me personally. Yeah, no, I did say it. Overall, ten, ten guitars out of ten. Out of ten. ten out of ten guitars, man. You know, I know it's a pretty controversial opinion. Yeah, some of you guys might think we're being a bit too harsh. You said it was their best album. Like you like their this album the most out of all their stuff. Honestly, I you think can't take that back. When a band keeps changing their sound every record, it's just so easy to say the newest one is the fa- is your favorite. Because... So would you argue that they should just uh, keep changing, pack up, and make a new band name? No, you're familiar with that sort of the sentiment mantra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you know I've had a wonderful life. Ah, uh, well I don't know what to say. No, I don't think they should change the band name. Uh, they've got the same singer and same band members, so why would you change the band name? It's true. And it's they're crazy. S- they've still got the same. We're going to get into this ethos. in another podcast. Surely. Anything that has anything to do with Gomez's personal and professional life. Jesus. We're going to make another episode for that. No thanks. Stay tuned for that because it's going to happen. Yeah. Okay. Any uh, closing thoughts on the Bring Me the Horizon album and their? Um, this might sound new, but I do give it ten guitars out of ten. All right. Yeah. I was waiting for you to say that. Okay, cool.
Thanks, guys, for listening. Canned worms. Uh, if you're interested... 2019. ...in being a uh, 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 subscriber... Sorry, a sponsor. <laughs> please subscribe, but also please be a sponsor. That's cool. We're going to set up, like, maybe a Patreon. <laughs> All right.